The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show. So far, you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Sponsored, as always, by Gaina Trucking. You can always call or text us at 464-5685 and watch us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. We have a very special guest to start the 7 o'clock hour, and he is a former Nebraska player and Nebraska offensive lineman, uh, line coach and coordinator. And that sip, of course, is Barney Cotton. Barney, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we've got a lot of questions for you, but off the bat, we know you had a heart transplant a couple years ago. We'd like to ask you, how, how are you feeling right now? How are things going with you, Barney? Well, good morning, guys. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, had a really good checkup here about five or six weeks ago. Uh, my heart's doing good, uh, and I'm feeling good. I work out every day, and uh, just trying to stay busy, and it's good talking to you guys this morning. Well, it's great to hear your voice, Barney. We talked yesterday, and the kind of the impetus to my call to Barney, Jake, was, you know, Richie Incognito just retired from the NFL yes. after 15 seasons. Barney Cotton coached Richie in 2003, and that was an interesting season, obviously, for a lot of reasons. And where I would start the conversation is – the Michigan State game, the bowl game in San Antonio to cap the 2003 season, which I would say this. Richie made quite an impression on a lot of people in that game, a lot of important people, including his coach, Barney Cotton. Tell us about that performance from Richie and where it ranks as you know, in terms of all-time performance, performances that you've seen as a coach, Barney. Well, I tell you what, uh, up until that point, I mean, it's probably the most relentless physical performance I've ever seen as a lineman for me or anybody else. And I don't know if to this day I've seen a, a performance quite like that either. He was relentless. Uh, he was so motivated going into the game. And he sure put that effort on the field and helped lead us to a big win. Uh, as we kind of sent Frank out, even though he wasn't there with us, with a 10 and three season. And Barney, you talked about something yesterday in our interview that a lot of people don't know about Jay Barney. Jake didn't know about this. And that was the sort of <laughs> near brawl that happened at a, at a team event when the two teams were together 
in the week leading up to that game, they were at a ballroom, a hall. Um, there's, you know, 253, 250, 300 people there, families, your wives. Um, what was that like, and how? what kind of impact did that have on Richie? Well, I tell you what, you know, in the bowl games, usually one of the nights, you know, leading up to the game, both teams to get together for a meal, and then they may get, you know, get some players up on stage and do some entertainment things. Uh, so anyway, when we arrived, uh, we were seated first, and, you know, we were waiting for our opponent to arrive. And, you know, a few minutes later, Michigan State, you know, came into the ball game, our, our ballroom with a real chip on their shoulder. And they kind of, you know, came at us with their bravado. Even some of their players uh, lifted chairs like they were going to go after, you know, Jamal Lord, our quarterback. And, uh, you know, it was a big deal keeping the, the two teams separated. And I know my first response was I was sitting with, you know, my wife and stuff. And I ran over and, and grabbed a chair and sat right next to Richie. Because <laughs> Rich, Richie was the kind of guy that I just wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, this didn't become a, a big incident. Right. Because uh, Richie was a real team guy. I mean, Richie was going to do whatever he had to do to pre- protect his teammates, and he was ready to lead the charge. But we sat there and we talked, and Richie remained calm. But the one thing I remember probably more than anything, as he's staring down these guys, mm-hmm. and he just looked at me and said, it's on. <laughs> and, oh, boy, and, oh, boy. And when we walked on that field, I mean, it was on from the – opening gun to the, the finishing gun and he he had a heck of a performance and helped lead us to a big win that day Show my barney cotton uh I'm, I'm curious so when it comes to richie again i think sometimes he's misunderstood by people he had a great nfl career but i look at his when he was here at nebraska did you did you think that barney he would be as good of a pro and a long-term pro that that he ended up being well i thought that he was definitely going to be a good pro, you know, being a long-term pro is kind of dependent sure. upon injuries and other and other things too. But uh, we were probably playing him out of position a little bit at left tackle, but we did that to make sure we had the best guys that we could on the field. I mean, he's a natural guard center type, but he has that uh, your relentless attitude, you know, not only in games but in his preparation you know, on the practice field. And he had a good football mind mentally where he would pick things up. And uh, and he was a – he understood the game. But, I mean, more than anything, I mean, his, his effort level and his physicality were something, you know, very special. Hey, Barney, Barney Cotton joins us. Barney Cotton, a former Nebraska offensive lineman and defensive lineman. You play defensive line too, right, Barney? Yeah, my junior year, we needed uh, a little bit of help over there. I wasn't too excited about it, but then it worked out. You know, I started, you know, most of the games for Charlie at the very beginning of, of his career. So it was great playing for Charlie. And then, uh, you know, the next year I moved back to offensive line, but kind of gives me a little, you know, a little bragging rights knowing that I was a black shirt and an offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah. Started. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty that, cool. That is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Now, as far as that 2003 season goes, again, you are the offensive line coach, you are the offensive coordinator, but Frank Solich assigned you another job, right? Barney, what was that? Well, interesting. I mean, the year before, you know, Richie came in and 
you know, and freshman guys don't play a whole lot of football generally at that time, you know, on the offensive line. And, and Richie did. Now, Richie, uh, you know, had a few personal fouls that uh, first year that probably hurt the team in a number of ways. The personal fouls, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Personal means you did it. Mm-hmm. And that's not a real good team thing. So Frank talked to me, you know, before the season, one of the things I'd like you to do is we got to keep Richie playing with that great intensity, but we got to make sure that he plays whistle to whistle and none of that business, you know, after the whistle. And uh, so one of my jobs on the sideline was to coach the line and also be the offensive coordinator. And I kept my eye on Richie. And if things looked like we were maybe headed in the wrong direction, I kind of stepped in, even stepped out on the field a few times. And uh, But Richie did a heck of a job from having a number of personal fouls his, his freshman year. We went that whole year, those 13 games, and Richie not once had a personal foul his sophomore year. How much did it help, Barney? You know, we have this conversation about coaches coaching in the box versus coaching in the field, coaching on the field. How how much did it help you to be a play caller on the field? And and we, could you have pulled that off with Richie if you were calling plays from the box? Oh, I don't know. I've you know I've called plays from both places and more in the box at the end of my career than at the beginning. But being on the field is where I would rather have been, especially being a line coach, because you got a special relationship with those guys and they kind of lead the charge for an offense. And it's really hard to communicate with five starters and your two or three backups that might be playing a significant amount of time. If you're not on the field and being able to talk to them face to face and be able to draw things up. Uh, but that face to face communication is a, is a huge deal for a line coach. And you don't see too many of them up, uh, up in the box, they're generally on the field, and there's, you know, being an offensive line coach, offensive coordinator is kind of a special thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. be involved in the whole thing but then being able to concentrate on the front guys as well so my barney cotton uh, barney i'm curious about richie in general i mean there's obviously the rumors out there that's probably are not true that he was not a good teammate was from what you saw was he a a good teammate and, and how was he in practice with uh, the other offensive linemen too well i think richie richie was a good teammate because i think the best teammates are also, you know, great practice players. And Richie was a great effort guy, whether he stepped on the field for practice or whether he stepped on the field for the game. Now, Richie had, Richie had, you know, a little bit of a temper and an edge to himself. And 
there were situations where maybe he didn't get along the best with defensive linemen. But, uh, of course, but, naturally. But he, but he got along well, you know, you know, with his offensive, you know, teammates. And if you have a guy, it's not so much whether you like a guy, but you know, you respect how a guy plays. And Richie, through his effort. Uh, you would like to have a whole bunch of guys like that on a team where, you know, they prepared like they played, you know, by practicing as hard as Richie practiced all the time. See, you're this, Barney, part of the reason this is an intriguing conversation is a lot of people are, will say, why are you guys glorifying Richie Incognito? He had a lot of problems. But you know what? In 2003, you had zero problems with him, right? I mean, you didn't. You that 2003 was a year where Richie didn't have off-field, on-field issues. Isn't that accurate? Well, yeah, I I had a good relationship. I mean, when we first got started, we, you know, we kind of were testing the waters with each other. And one time, he didn't really like me, you know, getting after him and yelling a little bit. And he told me I was uh, embarrassing myself being a Nebraska coach yelling on the field like that. And you know, I, I kind of. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of smirked. I didn't let him know I was kind of smirking, right. and, you know, under my breath. But uh, <laughs> you know, we got we got past that, and uh, you know, I liked coaching Richie because I like coaching guys that play hard. I mean, because that's my whole deal: play hard, play smart, play every play. You know, be the hardest working guy on the field, and don't let anybody outwork you. You know, that's what I told my boys before every game. I mm-hmm. never talked to them about going out and you know, winning the game or something, I said, hey, be the hardest working guy on the on the field and, and I think that's what Richie gave gave to Nebraska football during his, you know, career here. Joined by Barney Cotton here in early break. Let's take let's fast forward to twenty fourteen, Barney, where you were on the staff again for Nebraska and of course that's the year that Bo Pliny was let go after the Iowa game, a win for I for Nebraska. Holiday Bowl, USC, you are filling in as the interim head coach in that time period. Can you talk us through what that was like to be in that role? I mean, that was also a great game, but what was that like from your vantage point? Well, you know, it was kind of bittersweet. I was honored to be the one that was asked to lead us through those 28, 29, 30 days. It was kind of a, you know, tumultuous time. And and it was an interesting deal because we also had a, a large part of the the next staff coming to watch us coach and watch our guys practice and stuff. But my big deal there was to make sure that, you know, we would go out. You know, I remember telling the guys, we want to honor God with our effort. We want to honor each other as teammates with our effort. And we want to, we want to honor Bo with our effort too, you know, because it was, it was Bo's team as head coach and we were going to try to finish off that season you know, the best that we could. Barney, you pay attention these days to the program. Can they, can they get back to a bowl game this year? Well, I pay attention. Um, you know, I, I wish good things for Nebraska. I mean, I don't know. I don't sit and evaluate them and stuff like that. I watch them play and, uh, you know, I hope things go. I mean, it's, it's a great program and a storied program. I, you know, I played there, I GA'd there, I coached there twice, I had three boys there uh, that, you know, played for me. So obviously I've got, you know, strong feelings 
about that, and I and I hope that they um, can turn things around and get things going. I don't I don't study enough to know if, if that's going to be the case or not, but I but I hope that they do get things going. Well, Barney, we appreciate your time this morning. We thanks for joining us today and, and giving us some time, and we we are happy to hear you're back to fully healthy, and we hope that continues for you. Thanks for your time this morning. Hey, good talking to you guys. All right, take care, Barney. Barney Cotton, former Nebraska offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. Never saw a finer performance by one of his offensive linemen than what Richie Incognito turned in in the Alamo Bowl. It was a 17-3 win Mm -hmm. um, against Michigan State in 2003. Never saw a finer performance. And he said that NFL scouts, when he – now, you know, that staff, that Nebraska staff was let go after a 10-3 season, by the way. 10-3. 10-3. Barney went on to Iowa State to be the offensive coordinator, um, an offensive line coach. And he heard from NFL scouts. He heard from NFL scouts, and he said a handful of those guys told him that's the best they ever saw a college offensive lineman play. Richie was a was what Barney told me yesterday was that he would pancake a guy and then get up and pancake another one on the same play. It was he was he was moving people. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, left tackle. You know, he's and I'm glad Barney mentioned that. I forgot. I kind of forgot. I never think of Richie as a tackle, but he played left he tackle. Tell, yeah. He played left tackle that season because Barney really liked Josh Sewell, who was the center. Richie could have been a fabulous center, obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah, and at Nebraska, but Barney's thought was now. Sewell's really good. We can have both those guys on the field, but it's, it's probably going to mean Sewell can't play anywhere but center. Um, he certainly can't play tackle. They needed a tackle. Richie played tackle, and Richie was dominant. Dominant. Yeah, and Jake, I think you didn't question this, but some people would say, why are you guys talking about Richie? Well, he retired last month yep. after 15 years, and he's one of the best Nebraska offensive linemen to ever play. Now, he's one of the top – few now he you won't he gets overlooked in that discussion though right wouldn't you say uh yeah a little bit he gets overlooked because he only played three years he's only in the program for three years and then remember it was late august of 2004 when he was suspended well it turned out he was kicked off the team for multiple violations of team rules and it was a very tumultuous time. It, I covered it. I was there. I mean, I've told you that story of of when I when I got wind that he was meeting with Callahan, and it was the end was probably upon us. I drove over. They were the the coach's office was were in South Stadium back then, not North. And I pulled into the parking lot, and he and his dad were driving out of the parking lot, and almost hit me. They they were driving so fast. There, the, and it had been a problem. Richie picked up Bill's desk and turned it over. Um, it, it was a problem. Now that was documented. I mean, it's 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 a it's a story that's true. It was a it was over a, the desk. Yeah, it was a tumult, very tumultuous time, and that was it. Um, he was gone, and I don't. You know, he, the, the the talk is that he was going to go to Oregon. I don't think he ever played for Oregon. He didn't play for Oregon, and that was it. He was drafted in the third round and had a great career. Yes, he did. And I just thought it was fascinating to hear Barney say never saw Nebraska lineman play any better than Richie did in that bowl game. 
quite a compliment for places yeah. had incredible offensive line play. Yeah, yeah. So thank, thank you to thank, Barney. Thanks to Barney Cotton for joining us. If you missed any of that, it's on the podcast page at theticketfm.com and anywhere you find your podcast. Up next, my Dolphins are getting bashed a lot. Stephen Ross can't be at a game until October 17th, and they lost two draft picks. We'll discuss the aftermath of yesterday. And you're going to apologize for all that, aren't you? I'll, we'll discuss it all. Okay. Next on Early Break in the Ticket. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.